Okay, so this is our Christmas episode. I'm going to release this just around, just before Christmas. So we're doing this a little early because this is early November, but let's jump right into it. My name is Don. My name is Ara. And we are the Retro RPG Podcast. So our email is retrorpg at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us some emails. I'd love to hear from people. For iTunes reviews, I can't access it. I'm just trying to access it online to look at our reviews. I don't know if we have new ones, so that's not loading. So maybe we do, maybe we don't. But we're going to move in to this game. Very quick game. It's called Cthulhu Saves Christmas. And for the record, we haven't played Cthulhu Saves the World yet. That was the first game that came out of this series. And got some fame. And then I think Saves Christmas came later. That's just like a little silly kind of holiday runoff. So we're kind of playing them out of order just so I can make sure we can get this Christmas episode out on time. So, um, how do I start this? For one, I just found out that R has no idea who Cthulhu is. And basically, if people don't know, it's it's kind of kind of like Dracula or Frankenstein. I guess it didn't get as much cred from the book uh, by H.P. Lovecraft, The Call of Cthulhu. It's just some kind of cosmic entity that's pure evil, and it's very it's a good it's a good read. But just think of it like any kind of typical monster, like Dracula or Frankenstein, if you don't know. But this game is basically about you playing Cthulhu, and you're trying to save Christmas so you can get your powers back to destroy it, I guess. Mm -hmm. We both played on the easiest difficulty, the sane. I know there was three different kinds to start with. There were sane, insane, and I don't know what the third one was. Mm -hmm. And I know once you beat the game, you unlock another difficulty called Eldritch, Mm -hmm. and that's supposed to be like hardcore mode. Because there's a new game plus if you want to. Mm-hmm. All right, so we both play on the same difficulty through walkthrough, and I did. I didn't know how easy that was going to be. Now I knew you could change the difficulty as you go through. Have you you ever changed it? No, I did not. Me either, because I, I only had one day to. We were going to record this today, this Tuesday, and I had to play it like in a day. And I knew the game was roughly five six hours, so I'm like, well, let me just play it on the easiest setting, so I'm guaranteed I can beat it. And I ended up. Uh, it was a cakewalk for battles. I mean, did you have any trouble with any of the battles? No. Did you have any kind of strategy? Yes. What was your strategy for most of the battles? Uh, well, there was multiple uh, enemies, and I liked it when there was multiple enemies, because uh, the characters had attacks that attacked multiple, like all the characters, all the enemies in the... Yeah, sometimes you'd have all, or sometimes you'd only so have I one. Would, I would equip my characters with all of those that... <laughs> That. So it was basically to try to get through the battles as fast as I can. Oh, because you equipped your characters with different kind of abilities. Yes, I gave them all abilities that could... Uh, and that, so it has like like eight of them, and three of them are random, and one's like a permanent one. Right, I, I saw the three random common yeah. popping up. So the four, I think, I, I put on there the, the ones that could do multiple enemies, and then, which only had like one character had two, I think, so had two of those... Mm. And then the other ones had one, and and the rest I just put uh, the most powerful ones that they had. I didn't bother with the the healing because it was an easy difficulty, so I didn't bother with giving them healing or things like that. 
it wasn't necessary for it to easy. I didn't even do that. You know what I did? I kept whatever abilities they have as the same because the, the, it was so easy. I didn't even think about switching out abilities for all. So I had some that just did one damage. Yeah. So I could have probably even tore through it quicker yeah. if I would have just played with the abilities. Well, I, I saw you you beat it in like three and a half hours. Yeah, three point three hours on Steam. What were, what was you? Like four hours. Right. It, I mean, it was it was quicker than I thought, and I'm like, I should have played this on the next difficulty setting, but I just wanted to kind of get through it, and I, I had more enjoyment just reading the dialogue than the battles. And now that I've beaten it, and there's a new game plus, I'm thinking about playing it on the hardest mode and seeing if I can just get through it. Because you start the, if you, did you do the new game plus? I did, but I didn't get any start playing it. I did it just to save it right in the beginning. Oh, okay. Because I went into it and Cthulhu's like, oh, we're going to do this again? I'm talking to you. Like, he's pissed <laughs> off that you got to do it. But you get all the characters already. Yeah. You have all the abilities that you earned. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that enemy system, they're all at zero. So here, okay, so let's, I'm jumping ahead. Actually, for such a short, kind of like silly game, it was actually well done as far as graphically, the whole layout in the background, everything's Christmas themed. Yeah. was pretty cool. Um, it's got Christmas theme music. You had a bunch of different kinds of weapons and armor and accessories you could you can earn. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a weird way how you earned them, but I guess the, where we start out. Let me just jump out to where we're starting out. I got this uh, walkthrough that I'll I'll link on the website. But anyways, so you start off waking up as Cthulhu from his temple, and you receive some present, presumably from Santa. Uh, but it turns out to be some dark force that drains him of all his power. So now he doesn't have any of his powers. They've all been stolen. And he wants to find Santa Claus to get his powers back so he could take over the world. That's always what Cthulhu is known to do. And he just wants to dominate humanity. That's kind of his end game. And you first, just in the very beginning, you meet this other character that joins you called Crystal. And she was cousins to Santa? She was some kind of family person. Yeah, a granddaughter I think. Yeah, and she was going to Santa because Stanton has been apparently captured. I don't know by who yet, but we have to go save Santa. And then he will grant our uh, Cthulhu his powers back. Now, the interesting thing about the battle system, because you got different areas and you have an enemy thing on the bottom right corner. I think it's always 15. And you can decide in your actual character menu if you want to just go into a battle immediately, mm-hmm. which I did. Yeah, I did that. I I, I completed all the battles for an right. area. Mm-hmm. Did you just run through and let them hit, hit attack you whenever? Uh, the first map I did, but then I decided not to, and did that system. I did it just to grind to get my because I think at the end of the game I was level forty two for everybody, but I fought every single enemy. For area, I cleared them out because their achievements in Steam. I think I got fifteen out of the seventeen achievements. Yeah, I think I was missing one. Yeah, there's. I can't remember what they are. I think they're easy to get though. So that's what I what I like to do. Again, playing on the easiest setting, the battles uh, just take time. And if I would have set up my abilities properly with all the like all different uh, attacking all enemies at once, it would have been a lot quicker. Um, it's interesting the battle system. For such a simple game, they got on the right to show you who's the next character that's going to get a uh, can attack or what enemy's going to attack you. Uh-huh. So that's a cool system. That's just like Lost Odyssey. So you know ahead of time to plan your attacks accordingly. Because each character you have, if you attack, uh, if you use your attack ability, you lose it for the next round. Right? Or you use like a certain magic. Like, oh, I'm going to hit them all with earth damage. 
that gets grayed out when you get back to that character right. on the next round. And the only way to get that back is to defend on that round. Mm-hmm. But after you you have like a little dot bar on your character uh, screen. Well, once they get hit enough, they get the like the ultimate. They turn yellow. They get that ultimate ability, so they can do critical hits. But you have to time it right, or else you could get that, and you could have no no, no major attacks to do, and then you have to defend on your critical hit round. Yeah, I didn't even bother with that on the easy though. Yeah, yeah, but I, I I could see where it was going. I'm gonna have to play the game again on probably a harder setting just to. And I, I, I've heard there's different dialogue on the new game plus. There's some different changes throughout. So I imagine so because you have the different characters that you right, and also you can you already have all your weapons and stuff, so you can go into that city and get the other stuff you couldn't get. Because you only have so many days till Christmas, although that didn't it ended up making sense because it went well over. Yeah. So, anyways, we were that's kind of the battle system. It's pretty much easy because we were playing it on the easiest difficulty. But I thought it was it was fun because it was a bunch of different enemies for such a short game. They had a lot of different enemies with different abilities. You could see their weaknesses. Mm. The bosses, you could see what HP they had left and what weaknesses they mm. had. I think the normal characters you couldn't, but I think boss battles you could see. Some of them didn't have yeah. weaknesses. And, and some bosses didn't have weaknesses. Yeah, right. We So we get to this one city called Christmas Land. And we meet another character. This is Baba Yaga. She has a chicken on her head. And I, I don't, for no reason, I have no idea why. I know at one area, you remember where you go into this alternate world, world where the chicken can talk? Were you ever in that where the chicken is actually talking to her? Maybe. I think that might have been Christmas of Future. That might be towards the end. But each character has their own unique abilities. Wait. Hmm. You remember that? The chicken was talking. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, there was one area, I think, in some other dreamscape where the chicken was able to talk. Yeah, somebody wanted to eat the chicken. Yeah. (laughs) The whole game is ridiculous. And there's a lot of little tropes to JRPGs where they kind of make fun of certain things that would happen. Because they every unit, we have to fight eight different like main bosses before we get to Santa Claus to rescue him. And each boss you fight, they let you know, oh, here's a, we don't have Santa Claus. It's kind of like Mario with the princess. You go fight yeah. the fake Koopa. He's like, oh nope, this is a fake princess. You got to go to the next one. That's what they were playing off on there. And you knew you weren't going to f- find him till the very end. They even said so. Like, well, it wouldn't be much of a game if you right. got him the first round. So you get this chicken head character, and uh, a little bit after, oh, so at this, it's weird how, it's, a, it's the most linear game, the most, you, I guess you could miss a couple treasure chests, but there's really no going off script anywhere. And in the city, to kill time waiting for Christmas to happen, you can do different adventures, like go to the mall, go to the beach, uh, I can't remember a couple other ones. The new ones pop up. Go, uh... but each one it told you exactly what you would earn by doing it. Right, and it's mostly just talk. It's just dialogue. You yeah. don't have to do any battles or anything. It's right. mostly the. All I did for those is I always try to go for the best for weapons and then armor. Yeah, because I didn't care about accessories, but I'm like, okay, what's the better weapon? What's a better armor? Because I'm it's like, I want to kill them quicker and defend myself better. More. Right. Is that what you did? Yes. All right. So. So that, and you do that about four or five times, and then it would be, okay, it's time to go to the next boss. We find out where we need to go, and along this way, uh, we actually get the 
now we're at the fourth character, Bell's Nickel, which I didn't know was some kind of like German folklore Christmas thing where he delivers presents to kids with socks or he'd whip them. And that's what I was wondering about. He's talking about abusing kids a lot. It was pretty creepy. But then I and he has a metal whip or he has a whip for his uh for his uh, weapon. So I guess that ties in. Um do you I didn't use any items. In the end I think the final boss I used uh, some items. What potions or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I, one of my characters died. Did you not have like heal stuff abilities? I did, but I wasn't using him and one of my characters died in the final boss. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's the only time one of my characters died. Yeah, I didn't have any of them die, but then again, I mean, we're playing on the easiest setting. I think the the boss that first gave me some trouble or wasn't as a cakewalk was a mouse boss. Where were they at? Yeah, this is different. We had to con- defeat like eight different leagues of Christmas evil members. From what I remember, the first one was... What were they? I'm trying to remember. Let's see. Let me look through the notes. Oh, Jack Foss is the first evil character. The problem is with the bosses, they were just about as easy as the the main uh, enemies, right? Mm-hmm. So we had to fight all these different characters. Uh, yeah, Jack Frost is one of them. Um, second one. Let's see here. Oh, that was all the different elves in the workshop because you have to go through the kind of like the abandoned workshop to fight all these elves. And they all had different uh, weaknesses. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was I was surprised at how many. You had a bunch of different ailments too to do. I think I like poison. I used poison. I used poison a lot because that would do some heavy damage each turn. Yeah. So poison worked good. Charming was nice because you could charm them to hit each other if there's a bunch on the screen. The day I, I never noticed. There was one that would hit 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 him. Uh, I didn't use much vulnerable uh, insanity. I've, I did because they take more damage, but I think they also deal more damage. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and stun would make them lose their turn, their upcoming turn, and disarm would lower their attack. So there was a, enough ailments in uh, the game. I didn't for one of the menus. For one, I went to the settings at the very beginning and turned run mode on. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, because I, I I knew. You always got to check it and see if there's run mode. I never used the party chat. I I hit it a couple of times. What, what do they say? Or are they just joking, they're goofing around? They're just talking yeah. to each other a little bit. Okay. I did do all the weapons. I was constantly, every time I hit a chest, there would always be a different weapon or armor or accessory, and I was always equipping new, better stuff. Right. And there was a ton of them. So that's what I liked about the game, is that you can, uh, it tells you how many... Enemies you're going to encounter going through the map on your way to the boss. And it shows there's a power bar as you're walking, so right, you know when it's going to happen. Yeah. And there's a way to... You hit a button when it's getting close, and you can kind of skip that enemy yes. or avoid I never yes. did that. I, I just, didn't do that either. I just did, attacked him from the menu. Yeah. So, like you said, I would go... Like, you would look at the number. I would look at the number and see, okay, there's... This many. This many, you know. Or you can get through the map without even hitting that many. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I would just... Uh, Okay, so it would be like either... I think the lowest was 5, the most was like 15 or 18. Whatever. Okay, yeah, I remember like 15. And I would just do the battles, 
and then I would have enough, you know, time without getting interrupted to go and that's what find I did. The treasure and equip the stuff, and then go to the boss area. And and you once you get to the boss area, you know you're there because you see him. You can see him before there, there yeah. yeah. And then you so you have time to save it. And you could save anytime you want on the save screen. That's I love right. how you could save it because I would save everywhere. And but I, I did the same thing at the very beginning. I'm like, oh, once I know, I could just attack them through here. I would just lay th- through all the enemies because they weren't that yeah. tough. And if you want it, like, if there's, like, so there's, say, there's 15, but you want to get a little stronger, uh-huh. you can you can uh, hit that button again. Oh, I didn't try it out. You can keep just grinding. Yeah, you can, just, you can grind your way. Because it's pretty random, the enemies. Like, sometimes I'd only have one enemy, and it'd be a cakewalk. you kill them real quick. And then some, you'd have, like, five or six, and it would take a while. Yeah. But you were doing all your all attacks, so you probably had a lot of quicker time. Well, I don't know. You you finished faster than me. I mean, I was like four hours. You were three hours. Yeah, maybe. I, don't know. I wasn't even doing that much reading. <laughs> were you skipping a lot of them? That was the best part about the game, I think, is the entertainment <laughs> value. But I, I don't, I, like you said, I You were in a hurt. Well, when I did was did you hurt. do it like the last day or something? Yeah. Because I logged I in one time and I'm like, it doesn't look like he's played the game yet. So let me, let me text you and say, hey, I just beat it. It's actually a lot yeah. quicker than I thought. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't play it. Yeah, we both waited to the last second. Well, we want to get this show in. And uh, the next game we're going to play is. Uh, Cthulhu Saves the World. That's like a 10 to 12 hour game. Yeah. I'm going to play that one on the next difficulty up because easy is too easy. I got, there's no challenge. Well, the thing is, I didn't know the characters and I didn't know what the, the game was about. I didn't know. Well, you didn't even know what the Cthulhu was. So you're like, yeah. I don't even get what the jokes are. What, I guess this guy's evil. I don't, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, but you know, now that I know, and like I said, I started this, the, the new uh, Game Plus because. Just playing the game. Like, if you want to just, if you like, you know, doing that type of battle system and you just want to have a quick 15 minutes of just doing that, you can just go in there and just grind a little, play that game for a little bit, you know, get that thing out of you. Just go, you don't have to walk around much. Just going to yeah. that, right? Because uh, I, 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 I did it. I, I ground, or I just did the, what, what was it, however many, like 15. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right. And then I'm just walking through empty areas. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, let me just stay. Let me go through this entire little area before I go to the next to make sure I didn't miss any treasure chests. Because I know every treasure chest gave you some kind of weapon or armor. Or some of them gave you like little... Oh, there were some items. Yeah, items. yeah, yeah. Not, not needed in this case, but if I recommend this game, I think it was a fun little game. It's only a couple bucks on Steam. Uh, and if people know about the whole Cthulhu, HP Lovecraft thing, I think it's a good game from that standpoint. Also, they kept mentioning a game I have played with Derek a couple years ago, uh, Cosmic Star Heroin. Did you see that? They brought up that game a bunch. And I'm like, oh, it's the same developer. Because that was a really well-done, polished game. This one's like a more of a quick little indie joke kind of thing. That one was really good. I mean, you can see they, they put... For a game that's only a couple bucks and only like three to six hours, they put a lot of shit into it. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was kind of weird. It was like, oh, wow, now like I'm, I kind of play the game the wrong way because now I'm just kind of wandering through like empty space taking my time and stuff. No, I think like, that, that that's a feature. I think if you just want to... If you just want to grind a bunch. I don't know what the level cap is. Maybe it's 100. Maybe, I don't know, but... I like the game plus because then you could try to get all the different weapons and accessories you missed to kind of maximize your characters if you wanted. Because I wonder how hard the different modes are. I know easy modes incredibly easy, but I don't know about like it's sane. Then it's insane as the medium mode, and then I can't remember what the other mode was named. And Eldritch, the one you unlock, is like the newer one. Yeah, 
I think I'd play Eldritch on the game plus and see what the difference is, but I don't know if if there's no major differences between the difficulty. I'm sure they are. I'm sure it's. I don't know. Maybe you'll get a newer, better items too as you play along and stronger items. I mean, you got a lot of different atta- physical attacks. You're talking physical damage. You got fire, ice, dark, earth, wind. Yeah, you got the typical RPG stuff. You mean like you mean like armor and swords and newer ones that will pop up, or like or stronger versions of. I I don't know what everybody's ultimate weapon was in the game. Well, it didn't matter at easy mode, but I think later on it might it might have an effect later on if you're playing it on the harder settings. So it's, I guess it's just, a, there's not much to talk about. You fight all these different uh, Christmas evil members, which, like I said, we did uh, Jack Frost. We did um, all the elves in the workshop. Um, we recruited, there's only four characters total, uh, Cthulhu, Crystal, Baba with the chicken head, and Bell, Bell's Nickel. Um yeah, it does get repetitive when when you're doing it for like three or four hours straight. But yeah, if you just have like fifteen minutes or something. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to get into, but I would definitely recommend a higher difficulty setting. And it's cool that you can change it throughout the game. So if it's too hard, you're not stuck playing it. You can dial it down for like if you're having real trouble on a boss, you could always dial down the difficulty if you don't want to have to grind or anything. Yeah, what was it? So you get third. Evil character in the Mouse King. Um, what was the fourth one? Oh, a reindeer. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> For whom the bell tolls. That was a cool looking one. I like that that enemy. Yeah, I did. I thought it was kind of cool that they showed the HP and the weaknesses. I think it was mostly just bosses. So you had an idea how, and there, there could be some strategy. Like when I was, most of my characters didn't have any all abilities because I didn't, I didn't bother to equip anything. So when you're just attacking one enemy at a time, you have to pick which one has the lowest HP to kind of get them off the screen quicker. So you don't have to, because I didn't have to, I only had to heal a few times. And I did like the the ending where they have, um, oh, Okay. So what do they what do they call it? R- relationships, but it's a little spelled differently from yeah. the Cthulhu thing. And that's how you're you're developing relationships by going to the uh, in Christmas land, going to these different places, like hang out with Crystal for a day, uh, go to the post office, the movies I went to a couple of times. There's a soup kitchen. There's a mall. You're not actually physically going there. You're just clicking on those. You get a little bit of a story. I uh, about them going to the ice rink or some something Christmas related. I think he played. Cthulhu played Santa Claus at the mall, and he did a terrible job because he terrified the children. But you eventually get some kind of reward, like a shield wand or some kind of new whip. And that's kind of progresses the story. And it, at a certain point towards the end of the game, you're on like the 41st, 41st day of Christmas Eve. Like It keeps getting to where you're never getting to it. And you find out that the end boss is Krampus, but not really, because Krampus is just... A side thing, because they introduce another like evil character from H.P. Lovecraft. Because well, I can't remember what that was, what that one was called. But it's behind Krampus. Every beat Krampus, right? You have to fight him and Krampus again at the same time, right? I can see where these end bosses would be really tough on the higher difficulty, right? And if you don't save, and you, because I was worried because I forgot to save it before I fought him, and I was like, oh, 
Oh, so if well, you never died. You don't know where you start off. I'm yeah. assuming you start off wherever your last wherever save was. Your I'd imagine. Yeah. Oh, I liked also after it gave that warning. Cthulhu, Cthulhu gave that warning that people do that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you got to. And it's pretty cool. After every boss, or not even boss, every enemy, you're fully healed at the end. Right. Yeah. You don't that have to good. go through and healing like that. Like, yes. You always start from scratch. Because they want you to just enjoy the game and have fun and not actually be tortured by... Yeah. I mean, if you want a challenge, you can you can do that. And then they did. Then they tied in the final, final boss after you beat this... Uh, I don't even know how to say that word. Let me see if I can go to text-to-speech and figure out how to say that. And like, I don't even think I Googled it. It's Yeah, it's from H.P. Lovecraft, what this boss is called. Uh, character. All right. So, yeah, because you fight Krampus and you think that's the end boss, but of course, like any of the JRPGs, they always have multiple end bosses. Hold on, let me play this. Your that's definitely not, that's definitely not how you say that. <laughs> it's like an Egyptian. Yeah, I was going to try a different one. Your yeah, I'm sure they're not saying that properly, but yeah, okay, that was the end boss. Not really, though, because you beat both Krampus and him, and then you have to go and fight Christmas Future. Mm-hmm. You had past, present, future, kind of like the Christmas, the ghost of Christmas Passion on it. So you're fighting Christmas Future, and when you get to him, you're like, "Oh, he's going to know what your moves are going to do." Right. But then, it, the, then the narrator steps in and is like, "Oh, I disabled his ability, so you can actually like right. beat him." And there I'm was like, a narrator through that, which which added to the story because they, they were bringing that up, and I'm like, "Oh, now how how am I going to be able to beat? It's going to be some trick to beat him." If he knows every move I'm going to make, do I defend? Some games you, like, don't even fight. You kind of, like, pray or you do some other stuff. I think that was in, what was that game called? Earthbound. I think there was a certain way to beat the end boss on that where you're not actually physically attacking. Omari is the same thing. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, let me just meditate and do all this other stuff. Uh-huh. So he was the actual end boss. I mean, all the character, looking at all the different... And you have to fight virtually... We had to, the Mouse King was also involved too, and he was the third Christmas Eve. So they brought back one of them, as they do in some JRPGs. Uh, I didn't really have that much of an issue. There, the ending was pretty quick because it's kind of going over some of the places you had been on your little Christmas Land adventures. What do you mean? After you beat the game, it, there's a little ending, but it's not. It's pretty short. Like talking about the mall and all, oh, you know, yeah. all the different spots you picked. When you're trying to advance the story to get those items. I like that it's a new game plus mode. I might actually go back and play it later. But um, our next game is going to be Cthulhu Saves the World. And that one I'm going to play on the medium setting. Or the second from easiest. Maybe even bump it up from there. Because we have till... What, I go on uh, Christmas vacation. I think December 11th. So we have about a month to play that. A 10 hour game. So I'm going to make that a little more challenging. I don't want to just do a rush through like that because then you don't have like many challenges. We're not talking about like, oh, I struggle with this boss or this enemy because it was just so incredibly easy mm-hmm. on the easiest setting. It's one of the easier games to play for the easiest mode. But I- I'm going to try the different difficulties on Cthulhu Saves the World. Now, what my guy I'm training at work, he told me, you're looking for a PS5, right? Mm-hmm. 
Because we're, we're going to do off topic now. That's the end of the game. It was just a quick little fun Christmas. Oh, by the way, another thing. I love the music to it. The music was really well done. It's like a rock Christmas. Yeah, it was very, it was, you know, for that kind of game, I thought it would be more MIDI sound, you know, like the really basic yeah. old school RPGs. They actually had a pretty cool uh, soundtrack to this game. But anyway, so you want a PS5, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't get your hands on it. Yeah. The guy I'm training at work, he mentioned he just got one this week. Mm-hmm. He said the way he did it, uh, you have Discord. I don't know if you ever heard of Discord. Me and Derek have a Discord server for just this podcast where our fans could be on it and have, like, it's like a chat, like forum, bulletin board thing that you log into and chat and share stuff with. Okay. So you can you can get that app on the Play Store, Discord. Mm-hmm. You create an account, you need to register, it's free. Mm-hmm. And you join whatever, I have to ask uh, the, the guy at work, what server are he joining? He joined like some, it's free, right? Join the PS5 one and they let you know like when instantly like a new one's at like on Best Buy or Amazon. Because that's how he found out. His, I think his cousin buys them and, and flips them. Oh, really? Right. And you, well, you only buy one at a time now. But back in the day when they first unleashed the Xbox and PS5, people were buying as many as they could to flip them. Yeah, but now I think they have limits of one one per customer. Mm-hmm. But you can get them. It'll get, there's some way to set up a notification so on your phone, your work phone, it'll let you notify you like, oh, okay, they're in at this at this website, like Best Buy or Amazon or something. That's going to be the only way you're going to get them because they sell out within a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. So talk more to him this coming week when you're back because he's he knows the scoop. He just got it. And have you seen Back for Blood that game? No. I think they they make it for PS4 and 5, but it is a PS5 title that you can buy. Mm-hmm. You remember Left 4 Dead? Yeah. And Left 4 Dead 2? Same creators. Back 4 Blood is basically a Left 4 Dead 3. A modern Left 4 Dead on the new system. Wait, isn't Left 4 Dead a, like a zombie game? Remember you fought with... Yeah, and it would have super, care, uh, super enemies like the witch... Or the guy oh, that exploded. Yeah. You played that game. I didn't play that. You never played that? No, you, that was your you game. You should look at... Let's just look at a little trailer or something. I don't know if you'd like it. I might have to edit this little part out while we're listening to it. Um, yeah, I'll edit this part out where we listen to the trailer, and then we'll just talk about it and see if you might be interested in it, because it looks really cool. All right, we just watched the trailer. What do you think? Yeah, not my type. <laughs> Damn. Well, what game were you looking for for the PS5? Uh, the new... Uh, what was it? I was looking. Well, I, I I played a God of War series. I was looking to play the 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 last two ones. I haven't played the last two ones, so I was gonna play that and the the samurai one. Uh, oh, you showed me that in the like. No, not the one I showed you. There's the like a no, not that one. Uh, there's like a samurai game where where it it kind of like directs you like which way to go with the way the wind is blowing and you see the leaves floating. It's it's a real it's a real uh, pretty game. Those are out already. Yeah, it's been a, yeah that was out for the PS. It's more mostly for PS4, PS4 stuff that I just I haven't played. Well, I've seen the different. I've seen the different PS4 games played on PS5. They have it like side by side. You can tell the difference. Yeah, even yeah. if it's not tuned for it, it's going to run better and look smoother graphically. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's nothing really. I, I like on the Xbox. I want to play. Uh, Forza Horizon Five, but I'll probably just wait till the mid mid uh, console comes out to get the 
Yeah, the series. refresh, of the, the whatever they call the Pro Series. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, because we got the One X, and that's the, that was the mid-cycle of the One. Yeah, and it went like probably six by then or something. Well, they'll have a lot more games, and it'll be more power, you know, better power, better memory, all that. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, I haven't, like I said, I haven't played games on any consoles for... Uh, yeah, we're just been doing these little Steam games. Yeah. To kill time. Yeah, so the next game's uh, Cthulhu Saves the World. Uh, you were going to fix your Xbox One. We already talked about it. I gave you my broken one. You're going to take the optical drive out of that to put in your one. Uh-huh. Because yours is just the optical drive that's broken. Well, the eject button too, but once you get the optical drive, you can use the controller to get eject. Right. So, the quick stop on that should be easy. You got a soldering gun to take care of that. Yeah. I figure in the new year after Christmas, if you let me borrow the One X again, I'll do all three discs within like two weeks. Because uh-huh. that, I mean, I get, I did disc one the first night, and then I was just fiending trying to get the damn disc to work to get to disc two because I was yeah. so excited. Because that Lost Odyssey is like a true Final Fantasy on the Xbox. It's it's that good. But I think it's even better because Final Fantasy XII came out around the same time that uh, Lost Odyssey did. It came out like in a year and a half earlier, and I played Final Fantasy XII halfway through. I got I didn't beat it because I just got kind of bored, I guess. Yeah. Same with Derek. He played it about halfway through and never finished it. Lost Odyssey, I think it blows it out of the water. Now you could argue, well, it's an it's they had a year and a half after Final Fantasy XII. It's going to look better on that, but no, their budget. Is definitely probably half the money was spent on Lost Odyssey compared to Final Fantasy XII. I think it was just made by people who really liked the Final Fantasy games, and they they put in the they the did it, they, they did it right. Like, I can yeah. see why you tried to play it twice, and I'm I'm very worried about the boat scene. But <laughs> I want to play it on that console. I don't think it would work on your 360. I don't know how the whole cloud thing works. If that is even does it, it says it's saving on the cloud. I think that's... But I think it's a yeah, trick. It's, it's a trick because it, that's how the... I think it's saving on that hard drive. Yeah. So we're going to have to... I'll have to finish that up. But I have my save games on the 360, so... It might work if... if Because if, I don't want to replay disc one. I want to start off where I was at. I already developed my characters the way I wanted to and all that. Uh-huh. So once you get that fixed, well, I'll just tear into that and we'll do a show on just do test two, three, and four all as one. Because you only remember, we'll definitely focus on whatever the boat was and that enemy and try to figure out what happened there. And then I'll just talk about the rest of the game with you. You might want to even go back and play it. I mean, it's really good. Just on disc one. The silliest thing was the funeral. I told you all about that. Lighting the sticks. And, like, that was weird. I see what they were trying to do. They were trying to have a Final Fantasy VII heiress dying, dying moment. But that's a good game. After you, you can fix the Xbox whenever. I already got Fallout 4. I, yeah. bought, I bought that when it was on sale for like 10 bucks on Steam. Normal price is 40 So that game still demands a lot. It's been a few years since it's been... There's been another game, 76. We don't speak its name. I hear that's the worst one because of all the bugs. But I've heard from people at work. They say, oh, 4 is probably the best. Maybe Las Vegas is right behind it, but... Four is considered one of the top ones. Mm-hmm. If you've never played Fallout, which I haven't, so I got the Game of the Year edition for ten bucks on Steam. I'm going to play that in the new year and just have a ball with it. I know Derek played all the Fallout, so maybe he can tie in 
in the show and we can all just talk about it. You haven't played it in years, so you're, it's going to be stuff that you remember, well, maybe. You said you wanted to replace Skyrim. That's what I was thinking, because the anniversary edition comes out. And Fallout 4 is, has that skyrim uh, uh Open world. Open world. Uh, you don't have to follow the main story. You can get lost, right? Yeah, you can do that. And it's got uh, different uh, things you can join, but they're part of the storyline. Uh, it has that same vibe, except it's in a futuristic uh, world rather than uh, Skyrim, where you're in a right because they go in a bunker and then they come out after like a nuclear holocaust. Right. Okay. But it's kind of the same thing where you you explore different areas and each place where you explore, you'll find something about it. There's a little story behind it. Uh, some places are just places to explore i don't know i don't know what the game of the year edition has i'm assuming it has all the dlcs if there were any i don't yes, know there, okay. i think there were and on the pc i think you can go and they, they people some made some like uh, uh where you can like buy tower stuff? defense because you can like you have you, you build you have areas you, like little towns that you save and you can build turrets to defend the towns and, dan was talking about that yeah. you could build like and then you could bring enemies in you like swarm enemies and run back to your little yeah, area so, so you yeah. get wiped out uh huh so yeah they have like a tower I think there's like a tower defense mode where you can uh, where you can create your uh, defenses and, and then just have a, 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 your, the enemies come in and just back and watch your turrets and everything just <laughs> kill everything so even after you beat the game and do everything you could just have fun yeah kind of like you would Grand, yeah. uh, Grand Theft Auto the, or whatever the game sends you on a lot of missions to a lot of different areas and but it doesn't send you to all the all the places in the map. And you, and you can see on the map there'll be question marks or there'll be some oh, okay. like places where you haven't been, just like in Skyrim where you haven't been to explore. So you can go. Yeah, there. you got a little mini map to show you yeah. where okay. And like and like some of the places, like I said, they'll have a little story to it. Whether you're maybe solving a murder or solve something like that, they'll have a little story or I think there's this one place where it's like a giant uh, ship centennial ship or something is it more of a silly kind of story it doesn't take itself too seriously all right it's kind of a goof not not like cthulhu clearly but no it's not or is it not, more more serious well i don't know how, what you mean by serious <laughs> i don't know i mean it's not it's not gonna sound a comedy thing okay i didn't know if it yeah it seemed it so it's taken seriously. It's in the end of the world type atmosphere. Just people I mean, you're, left you're over. You're just out there like exploring your world. What's your point. What's your goal for the? Are you trying to defeat a boss, or is it just trying to survive and explore? Well, like at first, your goal is to just. I mean, you just come out of this. Uh, Don't you have like a dog as a pet? Yeah, but you're you can have. Uh, uh, you'll meet many psychics, and as oh, okay. you explore the world, as you go to these places i think you can find even more i don't know how many psychics there are but there's more than the dog and the more than oh the i only saw the dog okay yeah there's more and even uh, they talk to you and whatever they can carry stuff for you and depends on which one you want there's anyway. do you know when the what the main mission is or do you have any idea or are you just kind of just going with the well flow? at first you're you just kind of come out of the the yeah the, the capsule, safe, yeah, the capsule yeah, yeah. and you meet somebody and he sends you off on missions to uh, liberate this place, and and then he tells you like you can uh, you know start planting uh, uh, fruits or vegetables or whatever I think like to build a colony. Okay, and then people come over and they, uh, and, and and the town grows. I hear you have to defend it. It's kind of like 
San Andreas from yeah. the Grand Theft Auto. You gotta go back and you have to deal yeah. with the gangs. But you don't have to. If you have, you, can, you can build turrets and you can say, "I don't want to go," and the town will defend itself. And I'll tell you, if the town falls, you can go back and uh, retake it. Retake it. But if you have enough turrets built there, uh, you can. Uh, yeah, because I would be worried about having to micromanage constantly going back to help yeah. these people. Yeah, you don't have. You can like fast travel. It gives you like you have so many days to get there or whatever. I I think that was it. So you can fast travel there. You can. So the world's about as big as Skyrim, you'd say, the open world, uh, or smaller. Four. It came out a lot later than Skyrim. It did. I don't remember. Skyrim was twenty eleven. Half the world is is radioactive, so you need a special armor suit suit to go later. Okay, yeah. Right. So. But the area that's not, I don't think is as big. I think maybe the whole map in itself might be. But, like, a lot of the places I didn't go because it was radioactive. And I didn't feel like putting on a suit and really doing all that exploring. Because it doesn't even show you if there's anything. So you didn't even go into the most of the radioactive stuff? No, I don't think I did. Huh. But, you know, there's some funny parts. There's some... Uh, that's what I thought. There's some funny parts. There's some uh, some bad guys that are that are over the top, uh, over the top, kind of like Borderlands. Yeah, there's, Borderlands there's, there's was, some of that, okay, yeah. but not too much. Uh, any, any, so you find out that there's like these three factions, and there's a race of these uh, mutants. I think I don't know what they're called. Mm-hmm. They're like green creatures. I don't remember. What okay. Are that have goblins or because they've been radioactively... Do you have to pick a faction or can you go to war yeah, against all one, of them? One, oh, yeah. So there's this one faction who created artificial intelligence and they're trying to take over the, the world. Okay. And then you have the militias, which, which they have a lot of armor and and guns and they have the, those exoskeletons that you can right. wear. And I think it's the Brotherhood... It's like a mech brotherhood of, brotherhood of Steel, they call themselves, I think. So they have all the... Mil- they're like the military... Uh, and then you have like the underground people who are just for the, you know, like like you would scavenging or like like you would say like the liberals of today. They're like underground where they uh, try to help out people. Uh, and they live in the sewers. I saw sewer yeah. monsters like lizards and stuff coming out. Yeah, I think I. Well, what are they like? They're like against the Brotherhood of Steel because they're too militia. And they're against uh, the AI because and they're being and all all three groups hate each other. Oh, fine. So yeah, if you, so you have one, to pick one. You have to pick one, and they all wanted. Uh, I think what what was like there was like something which you have to destroy. I think you either destroy. I think I destroyed the. I don't remember, but I blew off a nuke somewhere. <laughs> oh, I saw you could have almost handheld, like, nuclear rocket yeah, launchers yeah, for a big yeah, weapon. Fat boy or whatever. Yeah, called. yeah, I saw that going off. Yeah. But, so, can you join between them, or you'll have to pick and you can't... Well, you join all three, right? You play you play a little story mode in all three. Okay. And as you go through the story, so you'll be doing one of the side missions, they'll be doing, but in the middle of it, you'll get interrupted by one of the other characters from your other uh, uh, faction and they'll say you know when you're doing this instead of doing this do this mm-hmm. so you get you'll have the choice okay and then you'll find yourself in that position where you want to you have to make that choice whether you're going to do what this faction said or this faction said and whichever whichever one you do is the faction you're going for because once you betray them because you're going to betray one of them once you betray one of them they're not going to uh, allow you back into their fold 
right? So oh, so you can't go back. Right. So that's so a problem. If you go, yeah. Once you once you make your way in there, though, like once you're in there, like when you go down to the to the Brotherhood of Steel, like uh-huh. collect as many weapons and take them back with you, right? Uh-huh. And like 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 everything, there'll be stuff laying around, and you have like a limit how much you can carry by how right. strong yeah, you are. That's right. And the same thing when you, so they have all the guns and stuff, but when you go all to the to the underground where all the robots, they have all the like the laser guns and all the oh they got the high yeah, advanced they got well, the, they got the advanced stuff. Right, so you want to collect as much as those because if some of those things are hard to find when you're just out there. You have to kill one of those types. You have to kill, and they're like assassin robots that they send out to go after you. And stuff oh, like great! That. <laughs> Sounds good. Now you told me you beat the you can beat the main story and just keep playing. Yeah, once you once you beat the story, you can you can go and explore the rest of the world so and, you have and just find the free time. Like, to yeah, do all just like Skyrim, yeah, right? all these question mark like caves you haven't explored. I don't right? know if there were certain missions you could miss out on because you went too far in the story, or you, okay, no, you basically you do everything. No, you and, then, and there's, a, there's like there's each each faction has somebody that will send you on side quests. Okay, I've done that in Skyrim. They've had their own little factions, like the yeah. And eventually, those they'll, they'll, they'll start repeating, so you'll know, like, okay, I've been here like two, three times already. <laughs> like, because they never end. That's what yeah. they did on the Assassin's yeah, Guild. But they don't send you yeah. anywhere new. They send you to the same places. So you know, it's like, all right, now they've and, run out of different right. side quests. And if you go out just exploring the world before you do any of that stuff, you're you going to run up, into everything. You can you yeah. can end up going to those places and doing the stuff, but they'll send you there again to. Uh, not to clear out like the ghouls or whatever, but to a place like a radio antenna or something like that. You know, they'll be they'll be they'll create a storyline. Okay. For that place. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped. I don't know what the average time in that game was. It's got to be a long. I was I was thinking Skyrim initially because they. Yeah, have, but you already played it, right? I already played. It. I never this did the DLC played. stuff. This one's brand new to me. This one will satisfy your Skyrim need. That's good. That's and, all I want. Right. Because yeah. It is. It is that type of a game. It has that. Yeah, because I already put a couple hundred hours in the Skyrim, so I know I would be repeating a lot of stuff. Except with with guns and not swords and shields and. That's fine. I'm cool with that. Dragon. Yeah, it's more of a first person shooter type. Where you can look down the barrel of your scope. Yeah. And there are there's there's no dragons, but there's this one. Uh, one creature that pops out of nowhere every once in a while. It's it's not a, quite a dragon, but it's like a it's a it's a monster. And one of the, some of the storylines will have that monster in it, and it it is a monster type thing. And it's it's scary as hell when you run into it, especially when you're not leveled up. Oh, so you can run into really high level stuff. You can go in the wrong area and get yeah. your ass handed to you. But like I said, the, the game levels up with you, but as you level up, you you also pick perks, which which will. Oh, uh, you have a skill tree, kind of like yeah, Skyrim. which will uh, even though they're leveling up with you, these perks will allow you to. So, what well, way did you go in your perk well, structure? There's so many ways. Like, there's ways so you can do more exploring, so that you can hack into computers and get to areas oh, where that. you couldn't get to before, or you can get stronger, so you can carry more loot and more Ooh, weapons. That's nice. That'll be a nice right? one. And there's like, uh, and I think there's other ways so you can build up, so you can build up your town. Better so your towns can trade between each other and things like that. I, Do you get stuff for having better communities. Yeah, you're, you're gaining something out of that. I'm assuming. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, it sounds pretty in depth. And uh, like I said, there's a, there's like these side quests, but like radio. And then you walk around, you listen to the radio, and there's and the radios will give you side quests or places to go and you just find out more things about it. It's like you didn't know you could do these things as with the radio towers and stuff. 
Uh, anyway. Okay, I'm I'm set. Well, this show I'm, le- I'm releasing, I'm going to have it as scheduled release right on Christmas Eve. So, the next show is going to either be Lost Odyssey, if you have the game, uh, the system fixed, or yeah. Fallout. Now, I don't know how many shows I'm going to do on Fallout. It might be like we did the Skyrim archives. Me and Derek did like three shows where we'd play it for I don't know how many hours, and then we just talk about our experience. Because from the beginning of Skyrim, you don't have to follow the main story. We didn't. We went off in totally, completely different directions doing crazy shit, and I'll probably do that with Fallout. Because, yeah, following the main story is great, but eventually, like, just getting lost and wandering around yeah. and getting into well, weird shit. Well, that's what's going to happen. You're going to follow this guy, what this guy's telling you to do, because mm-hmm. you meet him right off the bat, but eventually you're going to see, like, he's giving me the same things. So you're going to go exploring, but you'll eventually go to this one place, and it will be part of the storyline. It'll tie you back in, yeah. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah. tie you back in. All right, I'm, I'm definitely excited about that. So that's where we're going to go for the next year, is either Fallout 4 or where I'm going to complete the last three discs of Lost Odyssey. Uh, that's it for this show. It was going to be a quick one on that game because there wasn't much to talk about, although I do recommend people getting it and playing it on a higher difficulty. And we'll let you know, probably we already released Saves the World for Cthulhu. I don't know. We're going to play that next, and we're playing them out of order. But uh, anyways, Merry Christmas. Uh, see you in the new year. Bye. Bye.